Hey, hey, thanks for tuning in to the Just Janice podcast. I am your host, Janice, and we know that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. So in this joy-filled podcast, you're going to hear real-life stories from other believers. We're going to talk about the kingdom. We're going to magnify Jesus, and it's going to be awesome. So thanks for tuning in, and here we go. Hey, hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Just Janice. I am so excited for today's episode, like I always am, because I truly, truly do love being able to get on here and encourage your hearts in the Lord to talk about how good he is, to share the word, to share what he's been speaking to me. And I just love, love the word of God. I love God. I love what he's doing in the earth and I love what he's doing in my life and what he's doing in your life. And just know that he is so, so good and so faithful. So this has been a fun and exhausting week for me. I work at a local elementary school and school just started back up this week. So it has been crazy busy, crazy exhausting. If you are a teacher or you work in the schools, you understand like the first week back, probably the first two weeks back is just crazy crazy, crazy. So pretty much every day I've just come home and and like crashed. And today was like the first day I really didn't. I feel like I'm just getting used to my new schedule after being off for the summer. And um, it got so good. I've been really feeling under the weather for the last week or so. And so pushing through because I've had to and resting when I can. And so I just feel like I'm getting better physically. And so it's just so nice to feel like I have my energy back and and all those things. And so it's been crazy here though in the Midwest, which is where I'm from. If you guys didn't know that I live in the Midwest. And so it's been a scorching hot week. And so yesterday we actually had a half a day. They call the half a day of school so that the kids could get home because two of our middle and high school don't have um, air conditioning. So the elementary where I work does, praise God. But we all went home early because of that. The heat index was like 100 degrees and the humidity was crazy, which is not good for those of us who have curly hair. It makes our hair huge. And so I actually told the kids a couple of days ago, it was so hot. And I was like, we're not going to go out for a second recess today because Miss Regal's hair gets really, really big and I don't do well in the heat. So <laughs> we stayed inside for second recess. I don't know if anyone went outside because it was pretty miserable. So anyway, I'm just praising the Lord and staying thankful that I have central air in my home and praise God for that. And so anyway, that's kind of been my week. It's been crazy the last couple of weeks with trainings and professional development and all those things and, and stepping into a new role and position at the school and all those things. So it makes for a lot of busyness and all of that, but God is so good. And so it's just been my heart, no matter what season I'm in, I've gone through, like any of us have gone through so many seasons where things just seem to be slow moving. And then other seasons where it feels like you can't keep up with everything that you are, you know, responsible for and required to do and all that. And I found in every season that I'm in, no matter whether it feels like a fast paced season or a slow moving season, like staying intentional to stay in the word of God and to stay in communion with God and communication with him through prayer and all of that has just been just a lifeline for me to just stay connected with him, just to know what his heart and will is for every season of my life, what he's speaking to me, what I'm learning and growing in and all those things. It's so important that we always maintain a teachable spirit. And that's really been a message that's been on my heart lately, no matter how many times I've read the word of God and 
Um, and I've read the entire word of God probably multiple times through the New Testament many, many times. In certain books in the Bible, I've read many, many, many times. But no matter no matter how much I've read it, like I don't ever want to just read it, check it off the list, say, okay, I've done that. Like, no, I want to go back and I want to say, okay, God, what are you speaking to me in your word today? Even though I've read this before, I've read this in the past, I maybe even read it last week. Like, I want to know what you're speaking to me today because his word is living and active and it does just breathe new life into us every time we read it. It is so crucial that we are faithful in the word of God. And that's not as a religious act, like I said, to check something off the list or because we have to or whatever. Like I want to be someone who doesn't look at things like prayer and reading the Bible as like disciplines. Like I've got to make myself do this because I am a Christian and da 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 da. Like I want to be someone who is like, I get to do this. Thank you, God, that I have the privilege and the access to read your word in the country that I live in and where I'm at. Like I have that freedom and I can do this. I get to take time out of my evening to spend with you. I get to carve out time in my morning to be in your presence. And it's just... It's just so good. And I think about prayer a lot too. And and the Bible says to pray without ceasing. And I love the, there's a quote that someone put out. I can't remember. You could probably Google it and find it. But it said, I never pray for more than 20 minutes, but I never go more than 20 minutes without praying. And I love that. And the reality is, I mean, we all have busy, crazy lives. We cannot just, you know, put a sackcloth on and sit in our closets and pray like that, like constantly. But the thing is, is we can be in constant prayer throughout our day. We can be praising God throughout the day. We can be thanking him. We can be declaring the word of God over ourselves, whether we're at work or at the grocery store, in the car or at home or, you know, cooking dinner, washing dishes, wherever we find ourselves, we can be in communion with him and praising him and thanking him and, and talking to him and asking him questions and, and all these things like staying in that constant fellowship with him is so, so beautiful and such a privilege to be able to do that. But then also to know that it's so important and important and vital to our walks with the Lord that we do take time to just put our phones up, (laughs) to turn off the TV, to put off distractions and be like, okay, God, I am just seeking your face right now. And so for me, if you follow my life at all, you probably are like, this girl's crazy busy. And I get like, people say that to me all the time. And I always say, well, you know, we're all busy doing something. We all have the same amount of hours in the day. It's just that a lot of what I'm doing is visible um, just because my ministry is public and things. But like last night, I just set aside just time with the Lord before I went to bed. And I was like, God, I just I just want to praise you, honestly. Like my heart was just yearning to spend time in his presence. And we know that he inhabits the praises of his people and in his presence is fullness of joy and in his presence is freedom and all these things. And so I just I just love being able to spend time with him and, and to be in his presence and, and all those things. And so for me last night it was just an aching in my heart, like an eagerness, I guess, to spend time with him and to be with him. And so I was able to do that and it was just like, ah, oh, why don't I make these opportunities like way more often than I do? And I just pray that we all do. Like we all just start making it more of a priority to put aside distractions, to clear our schedules and spend time with him. And I've gone through seasons of my life too where I will literally carve out time on my calendar where I literally, I'll put nothing so that I know if someone contacts me, unless it's a dire emergency or something that cannot, like whatever, I have carved out this night where it is just me and Jesus and like no one is going to interrupt that and I'm not going to plan anything because otherwise I have a a personality that I love people. I'm an extrovert with a capital E and so I will literally 
cram my schedule full uh, to be able to spend time with people and all that. And it's something I love about life and just I love socializing and all those things. And so for me, it's so important that I do make those times and set aside those times to do that. And so, yeah, that's my encouragement to your heart to make sure that you're doing that. And that honestly, that's that's all like bonus content because that is not at all what I what I started recording this podcast to talk about. I really, really want to talk to you guys today about expectation. And God's really been ministering to my heart about that. And I had a conversation with my best friend today about expectation and about prayer and like actually believing that God has good things for us. And so as I just finished dinner, I had grilled cheese and tomato soup because grilled cheese and tomato soup is the bomb. And side note, there's a place, I don't even know what it's called, so I probably shouldn't make a plug for it because I don't even know what what it's called, but it's a place in Nashville where you can get like the best grilled cheese and tomato soup. So if you Google it, you'll probably find it. I think it's like a chain thing down there. It's a popular restaurant, but anyway, so good. So as I'm eating dinner tonight and I'm just like thinking about the Lord and like expectations and prayers and the ways he's answered my prayers in ways that are so above and beyond what I even asked for. And always reminding myself the scriptures that say to ask, seek, and knock. When we ask, we will receive. When we seek, we find. When we knock, the door will be opened. And that that is like a continual thing. It's not like you just ask one time or whatever. Like Jesus spoke about being persistent in our prayers and, and all of that. And I just love the idea of being just in sync with the rhythm of God's heartbeat. And when we're in relationship with him and fellowship with him and our heart is open to him to speak to us and all those things, we can know confidently that we're praying according to his will and that in the times when we're not, that he is so good that he will correct us. He will correct us and say, actually, that's not what I have for you. Or I, you know, and it's always better. God is always, his ways and his thoughts are, are so much higher than ours. And what he has for us is so much greater than we even want for for ourselves. And so I encourage you in that. Like if you feel like, it's like that picture of um, the little girl. I don't know if you guys have seen this before, but it's like the picture of the little girl where she has this tiny little teddy bear and she's like holding it out to the Lord. And she's like, I don't want to give this to you. But yet what's behind his back is this giant teddy bear. Um, and it's so much bigger than and better than the one that she has, but she's so afraid to give up that little teddy bear. And I just think about that in life in general, the things that God calls us to lay down or walk away from or give up. Like he's always giving us something better in exchange for the things that we are sacrificing or giving up for him. And so I'm just so thankful, so thankful for that. But I want to read you Mark eleven twenty four. It says, I tell you, you can pray for anything. And if you believe that you've received it, it will be yours. And there's so much scripture about prayer and how our prayer, the effective, like, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous person avails much, like it accomplishes much. And um, I probably put like four versions of the Bible into one there because I love looking up uh, scriptures and different translations and things. And so sometimes when I quote scriptures, I'm like combining like four different translations, but you get the idea. When we're right standing with God and when we're in prayer, like we can know that stuff is happening as a result of our prayers. Like things are shifting, things are moving. God is working as a result of our prayers. And I just so want to encourage your hearts like out of everything I'm sharing today the biggest thing that is on my heart to really drive home is our expectation and to challenge you and ask you where 
is your expectation at when you're in prayer? Are you actually believing that God is going to answer your prayers? Are you actually believing when you lay hands on the sick that they'll recover? Are you actually taking God at his word? And that has been like so crucial for me. Like if you're ever in prayer with like a prayer circle with me or praying with me or anything, a lot of times I've, I have found just in like listening to myself pray, I guess you could say, a lot of times when I'm praying, I'm simply just praying the word of God. And I don't mean that like, it's just not, not good. Like it's, that's the most effective and powerful way to pray is to pray the word of God. But I think sometimes I'm trying to say we, sometimes we overcomplicate it. We're like, okay, like how do I pray this or whatever? Like if you have a situation and you know what God's will is because it's in his word, declare his word over that situation. Pray his word over that situation. And so often we don't always really believe that God is going to come through, that God is going to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask, think, or imagine, according to Ephesians 3.20, that he really does work all things together for our good, according to Romans 8.28. Like there's so so many promises in scripture and the word says all of his promises are yes and amen. And he's just really been speaking to my heart a lot lately that we as believers are missing out on things in life simply because we're not asking. And I am a av- an avid believer that not everything that happens in your life is God's will. And that is a mindset that I used to be in. It's like, well, this must be God's will or this happened. So it just must be the way God wants it. I don't believe that at all. I believe we have a very real enemy whose objective is to steal, kill, and destroy. And he is very active and alive in the earth. And so there are things that happen as a result of our own stupid choices, because of our flesh, because of the fall of humanity, because of sin, because of the enemy who's rampant. The word says that he... He is roaming around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And so the word tells us, stay sober-minded, stay vigilant, stay alert, stay awake, like stay alert, stay awake, like do not be deceived. And I love the scripture that says that we are not ignorant to the enemy's devices or to the devil's devices. We're not ignorant. We know how he operates. And so we have to stay awake. We have to stay alert. We have to be on guard. We have to stay fully suited in the armor of God. In every situation, in every season of life, we cannot afford to just sit back and let life happen and let things happen and just take whatever comes our way. Like I am so not a believer that everything that happens in our lives is a result of just God's will. This is must be God's will. Like I think sometimes it's because we're lazy or because we're not offensive in our prayers like God's really challenged me with that a lot in the last few years to not just be defensive against the enemy and just be like well when he comes in and does what he does and we'll just clean up his messes and we'll deal with the aftermath like God has been like no you be intentional in your prayers you be offensive in your prayers because the Holy Spirit like the word says that the Holy Spirit will show us of things to come and that is good and bad like he can give us insight into the enemy's strategies and his assignments and objectives and all that and the enemy doesn't want us to know that because then we're going to pray against it and then it's going to foil his plans and so that is so important that we really truly do take God at his word to know what his word says. We can't know what it says if we don't read it. And so I encourage you to read the word of God. If you've never read the word of God, start out in the book of John, start out in the new Testament. I always encourage people to start there. If you want to know more specifically why that is, you can reach out to me because I don't really feel like I'm supposed to get into all that on here, but I will encourage you if you've not been in the word of God, start out in the gospel books, start out in the book of John and go from there, read the book of Acts, like good stuff, good stuff. The whole word of God is so good. So, um, 
yeah, so I just want to encourage you when you are praying and you're in communication with the Lord and you're allowing him to speak to your heart, when you're praying to truly believe when you have, when what you're praying for, that it will come to pass to truly stand in faith. And I'm just praying a release over you right now, even right now as I'm speaking, I just feel like I'm supposed to release over you the gift of faith. And I'm releasing that over myself too, the gift of faith to be in operation. And that gift of faith is such a beautiful thing. You can read about um, spiritual gifts in First Corinthians 12. And, and the gift of faith is, oh, I just, I don't know. I've talked about the gift of faith a lot with some of my mentors. And we always liken it to operating in a way and believing for something in a way where there is no trace of doubt whatsoever. That you believe, that you believe, that you believe. What you are praying for, what you are decreeing and declaring is going to come to pass. And that there is no other way around it, right? And so for me, like I had... um a few years ago, and I've shared this in other podcasts, but I had a physical condition. I had like a staph infection in my leg and it was not healing. And I was going to the wound clinic every week and, and all of that. And it was not getting better. It was only getting worse. Kind of like the woman with the issue of blood, right? Who only grew worse and spent all she had and all her time and resources and everything to get well and was only getting worse. And that was my story. So I was doing all these things. It got worse. And I finally was like, I'm calling a prayer meeting. Like I'm sick and tired of this. Like Hadn't, honestly, I probably in my immaturity hadn't even crossed my mind to pray for healing. And um, thank God that he takes us from glory to glory and he matures us in our faith. But I finally called a prayer meeting and I can say beyond the shadow of a doubt, I knew that God was going to heal me. Like it was not even an option in my mind. Like, okay, well, if this doesn't work, if the prayer doesn't work, then I'll just have to go through with the IV treatment therapy that they're recommending. Like I was like, no. I am standing in full faith that God will heal me, and he did. And the next time I went back to the doctor, everything that I'd been going to see them, like, I've been going for several months, and I was going weekly, maybe a couple times a week at points, but all all healed. And um, ah, glory to God, he is so good. But that, for me, that is just one instance where I know that I know, and I have other stories too where I was just standing and operating in a gift of faith. And so I just, yeah, so receive that, receive that. I pray for an increase in the gift of faith and in my own life too, because I want to be operating in faith and trusting and believing that my God is who he says he is, that he is still a healer today, that he will do what he says he will do. When he speaks a word, it will come to pass. And he is so, so good. So I just pray over you guys. Um, I'm going to pray over you guys in a second, but I just pray over you that you get your expectations up, that all of us, that we would get our expectations up, that we would believe when we go to church on Sundays that the Holy Spirit is going to do something new in our midst, that the Holy Spirit is going to show up and show off, is what I always say. One of my friends told me, you know, it's Janice, it's show up and show out, not show up and show off, but I'm like, well, whatever. (laughs) Just like joke around because I am like so white, it's hilarious. But anyway, that he's going to show up and he's going to do what he does, which is set people free, deliver people from oppression and bondage and and to heal people, renew their minds for people to have born again experiences, for people to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, to people to, for people to be healed in their body, to be set free and in whatever way they need it. Like I am just personally so tired 
of monotonous faith and monotonous Christianity where it's like everything's predictable, where everything is just like we're just going through the motions. This is what we do. We get up, we go to church on Sunday, we sing four songs, we have a good message, we have a closing prayer, and all those things are good. You're getting in the Word, you're worshiping together, and all those things are good, but like when we're not leaving room for the Holy Spirit to do what He wants to do, it's 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 just becomes religious. It just becomes something we do because it's what we do. And so for me, I'm just like, just want to be expectant that when I go anywhere, that God is living inside of me. The dunamis power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ lives on the inside of me. And so that should affect change wherever I go. I actually have a meme on my phone that says something about wherever you go, like you are shifting atmospheres because the spirit of God lives inside of you. And that's how it should be in our workplaces and in our friend groups and in our families and those things. Like we should be affecting change as believers. And if you're not a believer, please um, reach out to me. <laughs> like I keep saying, like, reach out to me. Like these are the conversations I love having. I love talking to people about the word of God and about just having relationship with him and what that means and what that looks like. And I have other episodes on here too that you can look at um, that really talk about those things more, but just know that God is so faithful and he loves you and he died for you. And the word says that in the most famous scripture of all in John three sixteen that God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him would not perish, but have everlasting life, eternal life. And I love that the word says that eternal life is knowing him. And so eternal life starts now <laughs> on this side of our life. Like so often I think People are like, okay, well, I'm good. I've kind of like, you know, done my due diligence. I believe in the Lord. I've confessed my sins, like all those things. And now I just live my life. And then when I die, I know I'm going to heaven. But it's so much bigger than that. It's so much better than that. Like so much better than that to walk in relationship with the God of the universe and just to know that you are in right standing with him and that he is so faithful and trustworthy and good and for you and all of those things like, ah, that is just... That is what I live for. I live for him and he is so good. He is so, so good. And I just pray that you know him in a really, 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 really intimate in real way because it is the best relationship that you will ever have. And it will also make every other relationship that you will ever have better. So I'm going to go ahead and pray for you guys and just pray that you're encouraged. I love Colossians 2, 2 that talks about, um, that your heart may be encouraged. And that has just become like a banner verse over my life. That is what I want to be known for is just a girl who loves Jesus and wants to encourage other people. And so, yeah, I hope you have a, a scriptures too that you just love and and are like banner verses over your own life. And I encourage you too when you're in the word to write out scriptures and put them up around your house and remind yourself of the word of God often. Encourage your friends in the Lord. Send your friends scriptures. Like we need to be that for each other to encourage one another and just declare his goodness and his faithfulness. Remind ourselves how truly loved we are, how truly valuable we are, how truly just enamored God is with us. And and I tell myself that too at times. I'll be like, God, you are the lover of my soul. You are my most intimate friend. You love me with an everlasting love. Your banner over me is love. You surround me with songs of deliverance. And I remind myself of these things just to encourage myself in the Lord, to remind myself of the truth, because we all know that our minds are constantly bombarded with the ways of this world and lies of the enemy. And so it's so important that we stay rooted and grounded in the word and 
in the truth of who he is and who he is to us, who he says we are, and all those good things because he is good and he is faithful and and that will never change. So I'm going to pray for you guys. And yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. And I cannot wait to minister to your hearts again. Father God, thank you so much for the ability to record this podcast. God, I praise you and thank you for this platform, God, and every single person who will listen to this episode. God, I pray that you would just infuse their hearts with the love of God today. God, that they would feel your thick, manifest, tangible presence. God, that they would truly feel your arms wrapping around them. God, and if there are any places of brokenness in their hearts or in their minds, God, I pray that you would heal them, that you would heal them so deeply and beautifully, God, that it would not even be evident that they'd ever been scarred, God, that they'd ever been hurt or damaged in any way. God, I thank you that you do take us from glory to glory. God, that where we're at today is not where we're going to be at tomorrow, next week, next month, next year. God, I thank you that you are continually conforming us to the pattern of your image. God, that you're continually making us more and more like you. So God, I pray protection over every person on here physically, mentally, spiritually, God, and always I thank you that you are guarding them, God, that you are their refuge, their hiding place. God, that we are hidden under the shelter of your wing, God. And I just declare goodness over their lives. I thank you that your word says that goodness and mercy follow us all the days of our lives. So no matter where they're at, whatever season of life they're in, God, that their eyes would just be opened to your goodness that we would have thankful hearts so we'd be grateful for the things that you are doing, God, because every good and perfect gift comes from you. I just pray blessings over every listener and pray that you would just continue to work in their hearts and lives. In Jesus' name, amen. The Just Janice podcast is part of the NRT Podcast Network. To find other great podcasts in the network, visit newreleasetoday.com. Be sure to connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Just Janice Podcast. Thank you.